Hey guys, welcome to Feature Creatures DTF. I am one half of your host, Jordana, and with me is my amazing co-host, Sam. Hello, how are you doing, Jordana? I am fucking fabulous now that I'm here with you. And it, it you? is fucking fabulous to be here, to be back. Yes, back and we are coming in with a heavy hitter. Today, tonight episode is going to be crazy. We're almost coming back to the beginning because that's what started, well, not our friendship, but it started our podcasting relationship uh, was uh, we did a three hour episode on Jaws on your podcast, Pretty Killer Podcast. Yeah, we did. It's like a full circle moment. Yeah. And now we're back to talk about the sequels. May not be as many good things to say about them as stuff as in that last one, but maybe, maybe just as long, but maybe not as. Uh, amazingly filled with uh, admiration for Josh. It may not be a, yeah. And, and go if you want to hear an episode of two people just gushing and with with love and 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 gratitude and and giving a movie its flowers. Check out Pretty Killer Podcast episode one. Yes, this episode may not be that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be equally entertaining because I am so excited to hear thoughts. I know your thoughts on certain ones. I know my thoughts on certain ones, but. Uh, we will get into that mucky water eventually, but what have you been up to? What have you been watching? What have you been doing? Uh, you know, just my little uh, hermit uh, never leaving my house, minus walking my dog and going to work. Life, yeah. uh, <laughs> haven't been doing much. Uh, I went, I, I told you this off the air, I, I did get kind of dragged into the theaters. I saw Haunted Mansion. <laughs> which yes. was fine. It was just what you picture it would be. It was, it was fun. Danny DeVito was great in it. Um, yeah. I forgot that he's in that. And I forgot that Owen Wilson's in it, correct? Owen Wilson's in it. Jared Leto plays the villain, which was like, I was like, I did not see that in the trailers, but I mean, I guess spoiler alert, but like it says it his name in like gigantic fucking letters, like in the opening scroll of the movie. So it's not like they're trying to hide it. Well, I didn't know that he was in that and such a weird cast, but I guess like maybe this time it'd work because I know that there's the one haunted mansion with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And then that's it, right? That's just that one. And then this one. Yeah. And it, it didn't work. The, the movie was, had a $120 million budget. It made like $60 million. So, so no, it didn't work. Damn. Well, that's something that I, I'm excited to see streaming, but I know that there was a movie next door that you wanted to check out. Oh, I mean, talking about uh, uh, sharks, yes. It hurt my soul to be in a theater watching a pretty mediocre Disney movie uh, when there was, I knew for a fact, a theater just down the plaza that was showing a movie with three gigantic prehistoric sharks. Meg 2. Fuck yeah. I would be like, here's a little, I, I gotta go to the bathroom, put a little corn sack in and head over to the theater. You know... Speaking of the Meg 2, I don't know if I told you this, but uh, at Dorney Park, which is an amusement park in Pennsylvania, they did a showing of the Meg 2 at the wave pool. That's awesome. At, at nighttime with tubes. I'm like, why are they not capitalizing on Jaws? Because I would literally travel the five hours to go and sit my ass in a tube and watch Jaws on a projector screen in the water. I've seen like pictures of like, people doing that or like like venues doing that I, I think that would be super cool um yeah. i'd be in for it uh i'd be in for it for the meg although i'm not i mean obviously the meg is dumb but it's dumb fun i saw people like 
some people are like trashing it like it's stupid no shit it's stupid like what are you going to that movie thinking you're gonna see like a fucking oscar winning performance (laughs) you're going to see a shark fuck shit up like that's what you're going to see the poster is a fucking dog sitting on the deck on the on the dock and this huge shark coming out of the water like this is the thing that irks me with people people don't know how to have fun anymore like obviously the meg 2 is ridiculous obviously like there's a preview for like a uh oh my god a sloth movie did you see that a sloth no a sloth a sloth oh saw saw oh okay saw no i thought you said no no sloth like s-l-o-t-h oh you're talking about the slother house rules or whatever the fuck it's called (laughs) (laughs) like that looks so goddamn good and i know people are gonna be like oh the stupidest thing ever but it's it's a fucking sloth like what do you expect from it I'm for sure going to watch that. There's no way I'm not watching. I don't remember what it's called, but I think if it's not called Slother House Rules or whatever, then it should <laughs> totally be that. <laughs> uh, uh, what if, uh, uh, um, other than that, though, what have you been up to? We, you, you've had, what's up? <laughs> well, I thought that I was going to have to like resign in a coffin because I was sick for literally like a month when we went to take Rosalind to see Descendants. We all got like sick and my cough did not subside. And I got put on like two steroids at two separate times. Uh, like a cough suppressant the last time. Like, thank God that must have been the, the miracle recipe prescription. I don't know. But, you know, people were even talking about long term COVID effects. And that kind of like, <clears throat> it scared me to think about that. I mean, definitely scary. I, I know you you were pretty much unable to talk without coughing, which probably would not be a great experience for the podcast listener. So we kind of said, let's just, let's just, uh, we'll, we'll go on a little hiatus. We'll wait it out. And it got to the point, and this is going to be TMI, but I mean, at this point, what do you expect from Austin from me? But like, I was getting to the point where I was like peeing myself because I was coughing so hard. And my sister-in-law's like, we only had one kid. I'm like, it's not, it's when you're coughing so hard. Like, I don't know. I, 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 I peed a little. Like, I I was, the way you like, were, like paused and looked at me, I was like, am I supposed to jump in? I'm like, I, I don't know if Jordana knows this. I've never given birth, so I can't really speak to this. <laughs> That's never been a thing. Yeah, this, this was my experience uh, when I popped out a kid. Uh, and then here's Ripley on the floor. No, but yeah. like, it's, it's, it was just really, I, I don't, before, because Sam and I have had this conversation, because I've been sick a lot. And Sam's like, you know, you are sick quite a bit. I have never been this sick until after I had a COVID fucking, my COVID shots. And I'm not, again, I'm not going off on a conspiracy theory, but it just seems like I can't, I can't recover quickly. I can't uh, a battle sickness and illness i maybe it's because we were um locked away for so long i don't know but it's just it was really stressful and i'm glad that i'm back and we can we can do this because i missed it i miss talking to people yeah i i mean i don't know any obviously i'm not a fucking doctor so i don't know i just feel like i know everyone who all my friends who have kids they're just always sick because schools are just a germ factory (laughs) yeah and like and covid has i've had covid three times you know, it's like, I don't know what, to, I don't, at this point, I don't know what to do. It's kind of like the common cold to me now. But other than that, that's what I've been up to. Summer sucked because uh, it's been rainy. I don't know how it is where, where you are, but it's been 
rainy and shitty and it just doesn't feel like summer it's been kind of rainy uh here but no it's not been too bad uh it's been super fucking hot that's like like hot to the point where it's like you can't you know like when i try to take like ripley on a walk he's like fuck this like he's like jumping <laughs> in my arms like no go home yeah. i'm like all no right more. um <laughs> I don't know. Have you have you seen anything good lately? Because you you know you've been sick. You've been having probably a lot of time on the couch. I have actually. I uh, I'm trying to think of like my plethora of movies that I watched. Terrified on Shutter. I I saw the the I, like a promotional picture for it that they put out, but yeah, it's a it hidden gem. It's a hit, it's a it's a Spanish film, um, but it's one that I slept on. I had it in my watch list for quite some time, and that movie was scary as fuck uh i screamed probably like four times like really good jump scares okay like, um, amazing visuals a great storyline like hidden gem for sure i'm trying to think what else that we watched um i watched chopping mall with my sister-in-law she's never seen chopping mall fucking wonderful wonderfully dumb movie i think they're remaking it too if i'm correct well i mean depending on who remakes it, if it's blumhouse i'm automatically pissed off I don't even know how you, I mean, because you, you can't really make that movie seriously. Right. I think you would have to make it like in the vein of like Piranha 3D, where it's like, you're just, you know what it is. And like, let's just have fun with it. Yeah. Like cast a bunch of porn stars and shit. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think they should honestly just have Jim Wynorski make another one. Just say, fuck it. You remake it. You made the first one. Do it again. <laughs> that would make the most sense. And I think that would give us like such fan service to give us what you originally did because it's perfect it's great ah, it's wonderful i mean it's in a in such a bad way it's perfect in its its own way but i think we, they probably won't touch winorski i think winorski's got a lot of detractors now like they're like he's a sexist i'm like probably is did you see his fucking movies like, <laughs> no, like i don't think oh. he was hiding it <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty obvious but yeah. I, I she i blew my mind that she's never seen that so i i put her on for that one and just a whole bunch of horror movies. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think what else that we watched. A, health, a lot of Hell's Kitchen. Oh, can we? I mean, we know, like, you know what we're doing an episode on that's coming up soon, right? Yes, that's coming on. And uh, Kitchen Nightmares is the 25th of September. I know. That's what I'm talking about. We're, and we're reviewing the first episode. That is for sure an episode because we talked about this show so much. We're doing an episode reviewing season one of that. Like, I'm calling it. <laughs> we're doing we we should either review it or we should live stream it. If we, I, we'll, we're, well, in some way we're covering that because I cannot wait. I'm like more excited for that than I am the start of football, uh, which I'm also excited about. Uh <laughs> yes, we watched pregame, pregames, preseason games this weekend because the Bills played and the Eagles played. So, of course, you know, Roz came down in her jerseys with her little flag and got really upset the Eagles lost. I'm like, honey, it's, it's preseason. I, I don't watch preseason. I get to see the Bears lose enough in the regular season. I don't need to have my hopes beaten out of me already. Uh, <laughs> I saw a movie last night that I have not seen in like probably a decade. Uh, have you ever seen The Frighteners? Yes. And I have not seen that in like probably two decades. Yeah. Fucking wonderful. Like totally holds up. I mean, there's some kind of like crappy CGI in there. But, like, honestly, like, that's a movie I think people should go back and take a look at. Uh, very interesting. 
um one of i'd say michael j fox's last like leading roles in a movie um before yep. i think the parkinson's really started to become an issue for him um so very very good movie about ghosts and uh i it was indirectly directed by guillermo del toro i want to say was it it there's a whole thing with that movie it was originally supposed to be a uh, a, a Tales from the Crypt movie, like how they did like Bordello of Blood and all that. And then like yep. they had a falling out with the producers. So then they just took the script and retooled it. Mm -hmm. And I want to say, maybe not Del... Oh, that's going to bother. It's not Del Toro. It's somebody else. It's uh, Peter Jackson. It's Peter Jackson. That's who it is. Yes. Okay. I remember that because that that and uh, Dead Alive, people are like, it's Peter Jackson. And you yeah, kind of can't believe that it's him. Yeah, and I think that, that he isn't credited on it, though, because I think they, like, fired him, like, if I want to say, like, halfway through the movie or something, but, like, or, like, three-quarters through the movie, but he's, his fingerprints are all over it. Damn. I gotta go. I, that's one that I do want to revisit, because I want to show Roz some, like, good, scary movies that aren't too... You violent. Know, like, yeah, too violent or too, like, you know children dying and sitting at a t like you know what i mean like that type of stuff yeah i think that movie's totally fine it is r-rated um but i mean the violence that is depicted if you recall the, the movie's about a ghost who murders ghosts it, which yeah. probably to an audio listener may sound like the dumbest fucking thing ever <laughs> but it's peter jackson you'll be fine uh yeah. so like all the violence that is depicted is sort of depicted in like a cartoonish way so i think it'd be comedic fine yeah Yes, because I, I want to do like uh, since spooky season's coming up because it's pretty it's August it's pretty much September which is pretty much October. Uh, I want to introduce her to some like classic, good Halloween movies. I think you. I think that's. I mean, it's it's getting to be that time. I know. I went into TJ Maxx yesterday, and I just walked in on velvet skulls, black and orange, and just everything Halloween and. It was so it was so nice to see it. I'm so excited. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm already seeing Christmas shit. So, oh, barf. Let's not go down that avenue. Yeah. But so, like, I think it's kind of fitting that we're doing this episode now because it's kind of like the end of summer, and you know, Jaws movies are kind of like the epitome of summer. I, I would say so. I think Jaws to me is is like my it's a my go to movie. It, it's it's. For listeners, it is my all-time favorite movie. I, it's on your, I know it's on your, like, top three, it's five list somewhere. Two. I mean, like, top two. this this one and, and Jaws pretty much heavily fluctuate between favorites because, I mean, Jaws is a masterpiece. It is. It is uh, an, just a, yes, Jaws is uh, wonderful. And it, I think it is my, my go-to summer movie. Um, followed by some other ones. Like, I mean, I think I've said, uh, I, I like, I think Summer of Sam yep. got title in the fucking, or Summer's in the title. Um, <laughs> I know what you did last summer. Now I'm just naming movies with Summer in the fucking. Sam's on a goddamn roll. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> summer of 84. Summer of 84. Uh, I, that's what, that's all I got. <laughs> I know. I was trying to think of one quickly, but I think we took them all. Uh, uh, 500 days of summer. Uh, oh, <laughs> <damn it. laughs> um, but yes. Okay. So we're, we're, but we're not talking, we're, we're 
inevitably it's going to come up, but we're going to really not, we're not focusing on, on the masterpiece that is Steven Spielberg's Jaws. We're talking about all the movies he didn't want made that they made anyway. <laughs> they went along and did it. And you know what? I, I, there, there's a part of me that just as much as, as you get older, these movies do not make any sense and they're horrible and the dialogue and just everything. But when I was a kid, these were like my go-tos. Like these were the movies that I love to watch on repeat, but scared the shit out of me. I watched a lot, uh, a lot of these um, pretty, pretty regularly. Uh, Jaws was, I told you that on uh, the podcast before that I only had like four VHSs growing up and it was Jaws, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Sword in the Stone and a copy of fucking Splash, which to this day I've never seen. So <laughs> I, for some reason, was just like, fuck that movie. I'm watching these three over and over again. <laughs> But those are great movies like Sword in the Stone is, and I won't go off on that tangent, but Sword in the Stone is one of my favorite Disney cartoon movies. Like I fucking love that movie so much with every ounce of my body. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, another like classic. Classic. And I'm glad to hear that the new one is is doing very well. All my friends who've seen it, they're like, if you like the old ones, it's a little different. They're like, it's updated for a modern audience, but they're like, it's pretty good. I'm like, I'm glad, happy to hear that. Turtles was, are still kicking ass. I was so happy to hear that too, because I was just waiting for like it to be another shit show. But I heard nothing but good things, so that is, I'm hopeful. Yeah, I heard that they they made some minor, but I'm like, you got to present it to the, you know, you can't, they can't be stuck in 1994 forever, <laughs> like you know, yeah. Sadly, I would be happy with that, but I know I, for, I'd be happy with that too. But I don't think the kids today would be. They'd be like, what, you know, what the hell is that? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, now I heard like Donatello's like really into anime. I'm like, yeah, that probably tracks. I, I could see that. That makes sense. So I'm like, yeah. So it's, it's just I love it. I love that we finally get one that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see that one. But we're here for Jaws. Yeah. Two, three, and Revenge. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to touch on that baby. But let's. So let's just dive in. So okay. One, you know. Brody and Hooper are are floating away. They beat the beast and enrolls Jaws two. All right, so let's let let's go right from the off the bat. Spielberg never wanted this movie made. He was at, he was obviously offered to direct a sequel uh, based on the success, and he's like, "No, I made the I believe you said I made the quintessential shark movie. Never doing it again. Plus, it was a nightmare to make. <laughs> like, um, rightfully so." <laughs> So nobody was uh, came back. The only reason that they got Roy Schreider is that he was contractually obligated because he's in the first movie, he signed like a, like a sequel deal that like, basically if they went into production on a sequel, he like contractually had to do it. And I feel like that comes through in his performance in this one. Cause I feel like there's a lot of times where I'm like, dude, this dude just doesn't give a fuck. Like he's not trying at all in this movie. <laughs> You don't feel that Brody. You you truly don't feel that that Chief Brody like del- deliverance in the first one. But if it's any you know whatever, I'm I was happy that he was in it. See, and see that, that's where we're gonna differ. And I'm kind I kind of knew that because you you are yeah. a lot more positive on two than I am. Yes, I am outright because- in front for the audience to know. I'm just gonna be clear. This is my least favorite of the entire franchise. <laughs> Uh, I find it to be the b- both the most boring and like 
like the most uh, offensive to me and that's including a shark in four that fucking roars like and 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 gets hit with a stick and then blows up which we'll get to that yes but i i get what you're saying i don't know what the appeal is about two that i love so much but there was something to me that seemed darker and i think i'm just sticking with you know like first imprints of when you watch the movie and when i watched it when i was younger i thought it was a lot scarier than the first one not Uh, and not i know what you liked about the movie it's this or 30 minutes straight (laughs) that girl i swear to god i just watched it again recently and i was like oh my god like how did people film with her without literally drowning her yeah like I, I i just i can't her face her voice i know you hate her in, in this movie so that's why i pulled that clip i was like yeah i gotta i gotta remind her that, the, that this character exists i didn't know if you were gonna play her or if you're gonna play the scene where the shark goes alongside the boat and his mouth is like Meow. oh if you think i didn't pull that either i mean Hell <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll play that in a little bit yes but i don't know i just felt like you i think the appeal of what makes the first jaw is so scary is that we hardly saw the shark that he built this like impending doom. He built how brutal the shark was without pretty much seeing it. And then in the second one, we see a lot of the shark. And I think that's as a kid, I was happy to see the shark because I secretly wanted to, but I was scared and maybe the delivery wasn't as good. I think that seeing the shark obviously takes the fear away but we've already kind of seen the shark at the end of of, you know part one so every you know we all know what it well we remember what it looked like this is the only franchise i've ever seen that as time went on like the special effects get worse like you know like i mean there's a what what a 10 year 10 12 year difference whatever between part one and part four and it's like the like the special effects get worse in every incarnation of the movie yeah but i do think that i think if you're not going to have the talent of steven spielberg making the movie and putting that that vibe and just just honestly just crafting a really really good overall movie that you're going to have to splice uh, spice it up a little bit with with uh with seeing the shark do more shit than you saw him do in the first movie exactly now that being said I want to get back to something you t- you kind of brought up for real quick. I think that there is an alternate universe where these sequels could have been significantly better, but mm-hmm. I feel that it did one thing wrong and that it Star Wars itself. And what I mean by that is it, for some reason, was like, we're focusing on this family forever. Like every movie had to be about the Brodies. And I'm like, yep. Brody's story ended at one for me. I don't really need... You could have just had another rogue shark fucking with some other group or area. I think that would have been an infinitely better than let's follow Brody on, you know, a political whatever the fuck he's doing in this movie. And then let's follow his son around who changes actors constantly. Like, I don't know. Changes act- actors constantly, but also like, what does the shark have against like the kids you know what I mean? like and like exactly like you said why is it following this family what does he have against so he went after brody the first time and quint and hooper now he's going after now it's a group of kids 
Then in the next one, it's this. Why wasn't it a different location? Even like, you know, if you if you went from, um, you know, the first one to like Florida or the, the, the northern northeast coastline, something. There's too many similarities. And in, in okay, this is why this one kind of, I think, is the most irritating for me is that it's the only one I think that still tr it tried to be kind of more serious and it tried to be like like they wanted it to be as scary and as good as the first one it it isn't but i think that they <laughs> they tried to make it that way like make it be as scary as it could be so it yep. took itself as serious as the first one did and then i think they realized that that fucking ship sailed after part two and then they're like we're just having fun now like we're gonna have fun movies that's jaws is just gonna be a fun horror movie you know yeah um, not taken too seriously and in this one, I mean, so I rewatched all of these very recently for this. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll, this, there's a lot that doesn't happen in this movie. I mean, there's a good portion of this movie that takes place with Brody just talking to people at a party. He's talking to people, you know, like, it just, like, it, there's so much. Realistically, nothing, you know, there's like, uh, there's a kill, you know, here, the, the dumbass lady who blows herself up. That part fucked me up. Not, not the not that part, but I forgot story. about it. The water skier, because I actually liked her, the shot of her water skiing with the fin next to it. I liked that. I was like, okay, I love, I love those sh the shots of his fin against a boat or with people doing stuff. But when that fucking stupid bitch took the gas can <laughs> and just pours it on herself, and then like the shark comes up, and I was like, what? It's, it's the funniest scene in the movie like i, I if, if you don't know what we're talking about if you haven't seen it in a while i mean th this this lady is in the boat her friend gets eaten on water the water skis she yep. then the shark attacks the boat and her instant reaction is she grabs a gas can holds it up over her head dousing herself in the <laughs> In, in gasoline and then takes a gas can exit as the boat just explodes and you know you know exactly what that was written for to have that fucking high production wow factor of the explosion but like if that were me in this situation i would have taken the gas can and fucking threw it at the shark you, you think that, that I mean, anything anything besides dousing yourself in lighter fluid <laughs> and the, like there's no way it's gonna end well for you absolutely not and then it's like the whole dramatic part where oh and then they have to do the jump scare that ensues after yeah. the, the 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 boat blows up and brody goes out and moves the board and the fucking lady pops up yep which that that scared me when i was a kid and i didn't like it i was so upset at that scene because i was not expecting that and i was like ah. I, and i mean we do get i would say one of the better things in the movie i like that because of the dumb lady who self-immolates herself uh um we get that the shark is like he's it's almost he's he's halloween ends in it baby he's he's all fucked up on one side of his uh face he's got like a big black burn yes. across his face for the rest of well for most of the movie except for the mm -hmm. scene where you see inside of his mouth and you literally see the mechanics moving but <laughs> it's so bad it's so and you would think like with the success of jaws like you said and they'd want to like progress with it that that they would invest more in the shark and make it look more realistic than make it look so fucking ridiculously animatronic. A hundred. 
I feel like movies are made, I mean, obviously movies are made differently like now, but like the idea of a franchise now, like is, I mean, even then it was, it wasn't that, that bad, but like now I feel like they're like, we got to hit, let's go in to, let's do another movie, make it bigger, make it better. Here's more money. And let's keep funneling these, these, these sequels until people lose interest. For some reason with Jaws, they were like, we got to hit, cut the budget, slash everything, <laughs> and then we're going to do that four more times. Like, And like, let's have the, the last one not make any sense, but let's have Michael Caine in it. Yeah. Let's literally, I mean, even this movie, I believe, like they they were like, because it was, they had like directors that were fired and, and, and the, the writers, I think they were shooting without a script for half, like for a good portion of this movie, which I'm like. That's a big fucking movie to be shooting without a script. Like, I just don't, why did they go so haphazardly into it? (laughs) And, and the cat, okay. So the cast, and that, this is my next thing, because it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. I didn't mind the cast of, of kids. Um, Characters, there were some characters that I actually enjoyed out of the group of friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I I like the kid with the the weird hat and the glasses. Yes. That was reading his book. Mm Mm-hmm. And they, they, they so really throw a water balloon. I would have been fucking pissed and I would have rammed their boat if they did that to me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sail right into them. But I love him. I love the dude with the curly hair. He's the best. He, he's like the most likable one in the whole movie. Yes, I love him. I love the kid and the girl in the red boat, Marge. That is ultimately one of my favorite. My it's. I will admit it's one of my favorite scenes in the franchise is I love that kill. I love that scene. It's super intense. I felt like that afterwards when, you know, Sean's screaming and it's just like afterwards he's terrified and won't grab the rope. And then when he grabs him and like embraces him and hugs him, I got like choked up. I don't know why it's so cheesy, but like you kind of felt that you understand, like he just went through something super fucking traumatic and yeah, he saw somebody die right in front of his eyes. Yes. But like, and then to have, you know, to show how scared he is and i don't know it was just something about it that i, I love that scene as much as i didn't want her to die because i thought she was a really nice person yeah i, I think that she, it had to be her had it been the screaming girl no everyone would have cheered probably in the theater uh i would have literally like shit my pants <laughs> <been> so excited. <laughs> that's a level of excitement right there huh it is oh, like if she was ah! chomp sorry guys i was really excited i don't really shit my pants when i get excited but i would have been really happy i like the clarification that's not a thing i i might pee a little we've talked about that earlier but no 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 um i will say that about that scene um i I like it's good uh i think because of the emotional part yes you don't see enough. And I've seen like, I believe like storyboards or, or maybe it was on one of the documentaries that they've talked about um, what that scene I think was, what was originally written or storyboarded to be. The idea was it's what you, what they implied, but you, they wanted you to initially basically have the shark grab her from behind. Like she's swimming and you're, you basically see the, her whole body go inside the shark's mouth and basically in one bite he he just consumes her like she's there one second she's gone the next i'm like dude that would have had they pulled that off where you saw just like and just take it away 
I mean, my my whole perspective on this movie would probably be different. It might have changed because that, I feel like that's like kind of a, a Alex Kintner nod because of what they wanted to do with him. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to show up, but it was too much. And I would have loved to have seen that. Like that, and even from someone who loves, I... I think I'm a sucker for the cresting of the shark in the water, like in the pond in the first one. Oh, I mean, that's the best scene. Like, best scene of the movie. But in this one, I love when you could see him coming up and then you see the whole body come up and just like move side to side as it's like fucking chomping her. Mm -hmm. And then it cuts to Sean screaming. I was like, as a, just as a kid, I'm like, holy fuck. I, I I always laugh at this movie too. Speaking of like the uh, obviously, if you've never seen the movie and you're just listening, um, the the majority of the movie that is worth talking about is the last twenty five minutes where all these kids are on a sailboats that don't know how to drive for shit because as soon as they see the shark, they cannot run into each other fast enough. I know, like what the <laughs> they're the worst drivers on the planet. It's it's like the whole time before the shark gets there, they're perfectly sailing and they're off doing their own thing. And then as soon as the shark's there, it's like bumper boats. <laughs> like it would be the equivalent if like if if like everyone was driving on the highway and like I don't know a bear was on the side of the road and then all <laughs> of a sudden just everyone turned left. <laughs> like that would be like the equivalent of what happened. It's true, and it's like. I don't know. In that situation, you have to think if you were on a goddamn sailboat, which I, I, I don't I don't know anything about boating, but like if there was a shark, I'd be jetting my ass to a, a, a land like a to land. I'd be trying to fucking move like I don't know. It just they just stay in the ones they're like sitting ducks. Well, yeah. And like sitting ducks in a way that's also like this shark ain't shy. You pretty much no. can see him the entire time. So I'm like, you know, like, like when they crash land, like 20 feet from that, like garbage Island or whatever, I was yeah. like, you could fucking see him. He's right over there. You could probably make it like he's right there. And you, you are never not seeing him. <laughs> Just keep your, keep your eye out and have someone like go when he fucking turns around to swim. But now that we're talking about this, I have to bring it up. The, okay. So, we kind of skipped over the first the first intense one, and it was Tina and oh my god, what's his name? Eddie, Tina and Eddie when they're I, in the boat. I uh, I uh, award you for remembering any of these people's names besides because <laughs> other than the people who were in the first movie, I'm, I'm I don't know any of their names. <laughs> I know because you I do I love too, and I have I, this the the scene with when Eddie gets knocked out of the boat because they're doing it on the sailboat and he gets brought back by the shark and he hits the side of the boat and it rips off. I mean, that was all right. But Tina's performance when they come and they get her, she's like shell shock and she's like freaking out. And then she's like, you know, stuttering and she's like a shark. I thought that, that was like, I don't want to say believable, but again, that's another scene that I was just like, it seemed like a, a reaction that you would get from a shark attack. I don't know. That scene, that also stuck with me. And I hate admitting it, but I had like somewhat emotional reactions to that scene and like the Sean scene. I so I actually think that might be my favorite kill in the movie. Because um, I like, you know, again, rewatching, this is the one I watched the least. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I rewatched it and I was like, like, I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Like, I kind of like, I think they sort of fucked it up a little bit. Cause I was like, Oh, what a unique way to get a kill out of a shark movie. Like 
where he grabs him and just fucking slams him into that side of the boat. I was like, yeah. oh shit, that's awesome. And like, it's horrific, the thud. But yeah, then he like pops up and is alive and then just kind of gets basically just chomped like everybody else. I was like, I kind of like the idea of like, this guy doesn't, you know, he probably gets chomped later, but like, you know, he gets taken out by uh, blunt force trauma. <laughs> and that, and that would have been cool to the imagination because we all know that he's going to chomp him. We yeah. don't need to like have that in every given situation because you know he's gonna fucking eat him because the shark is i'm gonna see that four more times in this movie like you it, know exactly like yeah. you know that the shark is just a never-ending pit of fucking hunger but like i love the initial thud like that one that fucked me up because it was so loud and like yeah imagine it's, it's seeing, super violent yeah imagine seeing like your loved one just, in that situation oh yeah awful um but, so I, I actually do. I that is probably my favorite scene in the movie, um, mm-hmm. just because I, I, of being a little bit different than what you see in a typical Jaws movie. Yes, exactly. And then, and then you know we get the the sitting ducks and we get the shark being presented in e- any situation because in the first one we hardly saw him, in this one we see him all the time, uh, and then we get you know another great theatrical scene of the helicopter rescue. Yeah, yeah. The... <laughs> you get to see that monstrosity of, you know, of course you think, I mean, no one really thought that they were going to get rescued because it was like, what, an hour and something into it. So you knew that there was more to it. Yeah, it and, and Brody was still on his on his little, Brody also spends a good portion of this movie dr- just driving to the shark. Like... Yeah, and being wasted and getting fired. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the helicopter scene's great. Um you know, uh, here's where we can plug them. Um, if they still follow us after me destroying their favorite movie, um, the, uh, Jaws Two Archivist uh, mm-hmm. on Instagram. Uh, it's an entire account dedicated to the behind the scenes and making of this movie. They have so much content for a sequel that, I, like, it's impressive to me. Like, I like the page more than I like the movie. <laughs> right? They're amazing. Yeah, and they, they, I know for sure uh, they have uh, the original storyboards of this that, like, show, like, like I mean, I, I guess it's, like, it's not a shock, but they're, like, you know, what happened? But you don't yeah. technically see what happens to the um, the helicopter pilot. You just see the, the whole thing go down. They have what was originally storyboarded, and then they were, like, that's too impossible to film. Fuck it. Like, uh, <laughs> we're just going to do this. The blades are going to chop up the fucking sails. It's enough. Yep. That's good. Yeah. That's all they need. And I mean, I kind of like that they did that because if you have a helicopter and it gets taken down by a motherfucking great white, the blade should be going everywhere. I think it still would have been cool to see someone's limb get chopped off or a fucking half a head get. Yeah. This movie's (laughs) not like, even though like there's that super violent thud, Mm -hmm. there's not like a lot of like if you're in this movie for some violence i mean not that much to be honest it's not like it's 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 not violent but it's like they're trying to build the suspense of seeing the shark a lot and no one really dying so it's kind of like a, a scream six in the water or it's a lot like like this Look at that. Oh, it's so good. I 
like look at it's in a, it's in a fucking triangle formation. No, it, it like ends. It, it, you see it like the, like it decompresses. <laughs> and it, the, the teeth are like floppy little like uh, like pieces of paper. I don't even understand what it is. Look at don't move it, but look at that guy's butt and how he's how they're holding his butt. <laughs> it's like Ace Ventura. Yeah, he looks like he's doing the the ass talking thing. Hello, yeah. there, Mister Shark. Please can don't, I ask please you? Don't me. Yeah, I gotta ask you a question, but like, I'm sorry, my know. breath is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that scene had so much potential to be like, if that shark could have been pulled off in like a, a decent way, it would have been a lot more intense. I think instead of this fucking roaring mechanism thing coming out of the water it's so like yeah it's so jarring because it's not even like oh you know with the invention of pausing and at home video you notice it like no you notice it in full speed like how fucking shitty it looks totally and even like so the first time that Rosalind watched Jaws she was upset the shark died she didn't give a fuck about Alex Kintner she didn't care about Quint didn't care. She was more upset about the shark. Then when we saw it last year in the theaters, she was super bummed that Quint died. I think she forgot. But like this one. Bring uh, out a reaction. And I'm like. Oh, I think you, 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 your, uh, your, your feed uh, stuttered for a second. Uh, what was that? Am I, am I better now? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like froze for like maybe 10 seconds. Yeah, uh, just like it just shows how good the first one was with building, you know, some sort of like real storyline and being afraid. And then the second one, she was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I, I, there's no like there's no stakes in it at all. I guess the only stakes in it at whatsoever is that Sean is on the the sailboat island, um, which, by the way, also I love that, like, you know, Michael, one of the only returning characters from the first movie his whole job in this movie is to get knocked out. That's it. He spends <laughs> his, the, he spends the majority of his role in this movie. He's asleep. Yeah, and not protecting his brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, like, what you know, hell? and then he's our hero going forward after this. Uh, <laughs> I know. And it's, and that's just, I don't know. It is crazy. And now that you even bring up the point of like, why the continuation of this family and, and the relevance of it, it's just kind of like eye-opening to me. Because, like, why didn't they just change it to someone else? Why was it another unsuspecting family? Because that would have made it ten times more scarier. Yeah, like, I, or at the very least, like, you're not trying, you don't feel like you're chasing the same thing again. Or, like, you know, again, suspension of disbelief. I get it. It's a movie. We're all here to have fun. But, like, you're like, okay, like, you know, why doesn't this fucking family like you know move to you know i don't know place with no water yeah someplace with no water just never go in the water stop getting jobs that involve the water like uh it just i don't know it just i i really think that like you know like star wars is the best example for me i don't give a flying fuck about luke skywalker and han solo and all their kids and their family members and they can go fuck themselves as i was so done with star wars as soon as, and I'm going to get so much hate for that, but as soon as they started making like the Mandalorian and, yeah. uh, you know, shows about other characters in the universe, I was like, all right, I'm fucking in. And that's what I feel like 
is the same thing with the Brody family. There's no reason that the whole franchise should have been about them. It should have been about the shark. And that's, that's, that's exactly that. And also like add some sort of like storyline or something else, like maybe into the mix of the Brody's like something, I, I don't know, but I hated how they, they, they did Brody's storyline in this one on how, like, again, he's crazy again. No, like how ungrateful, like he fucking saved you guys in the first one. Mm-hmm. Now he's saying it again. So now you want to, again, quiet him and be like, you're crazy. You're crazy. Then they fire him. And then he gets wasted and he's like being mean to the one dude that I absolutely love. What's his name? Um, his, his, his cop buddy. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, I, I have no idea. Yeah. But him and like, they do that. And I hate when, I hate when they focus on a storyline, when they make a character seem crazy after something catastrophic happens. It's well, stupid. Yeah. Especially like you said, like he's already proven to that this could happen so like it it, It did a lot of this movie is just retreading exactly what the first movie is it's him saying there's something out there there's you know now he knows what it is but there's a shark out there and it's eating people and it's again the mayor not the same fucking mayor is like ah you're crazy and i don't believe you kind of do the same scene where he scares everybody off the beat not kind of i mean they do it they do like the same scene again he shoots at fucking bluegills yeah like and that's the other thing that just drives me nuts it's like i don't fuck that whole that whole storyline and making him crazy really threw me for a loop and put a bad taste in my mouth but other than that like i think two is is one that i watch i i have watched and i watch quite a bit and i don't know what it is about the allure of it but there's something about it for me I, i i i i can see that um can we get to the end ending part? Um, yes. I'd say, you know, oh, shit. You still hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Um, so the end part, you know, I mean, there's, I think what they thought was going to be the most iconic shot of the movie, but it also kind of looks like shit. It does. And you, you saw it coming from a mile away is when he like goes up through the like tarp the thing, yeah. the boat that's like made of a tarp. Mm-hmm. He like goes up through it, kind of looks shitty. Um, Brody shows up. Lucky for him, he accidentally pulls up a fucking power cable and oh he God. starts spanking the fucking water. And keeps hitting it. Come on. Yeah, he's he's, he's spanking it like it owes him money. Uh, <laughs> and then he shoves the cable into the shark's mouth and the shark, like, electrocutes himself slash explodes. Yeah, which the only thing that I'll give to that credit and like happiness is the jaws ride the jaws ride is, is pretty cool for that the jaws ride when that part happens that was pretty badass and i i liked experiencing that in real life so i i, I did as well i the ride the well the ride's better than this movie uh i 100 believe <laughs> yes. this yes um but like i think as a kid i really enjoyed the um you know seeing the shark burst into sparks and then you know you see its lifeless corpse like sink to the bottom yes and then but, it moved yeah but all at the all in all at the end of it like when i now as like as an adult i'm like this is so less satisfying basically brody shows up the first thing he tries to do works it's not like he yeah. does anything else to the shark the first thing he does is up chop chop on this motherfucker yeah. and then 
that happens. It's, it's like, it's so less satisfying than like the pursuit in one where, you know, we're trying the barrels, we're trying fishing, we're trying, we shoot the motherfucker, you know, we, we were trying to poke him with a stick, like none of this shit works. Yes. And then we get to the part, even when, cause we know that Brody hates the water. Mm-hmm. You're literally in a scene where he's by himself in fucking water and the shark comes in bust in the fucking walls and he's like literally a one-on-one battle so it's like you're you're absolutely right the the build-up the climax is unmatched and in this one they just wanted to like lazily throw it in oh he just shows up and then there's a cable and that's how he dies like uh, the ending is very um it's not my my favorite endings like they're there is one that's higher up. No, actually, there's, both of them are higher up on, on the endings. Yeah, uh, this is probably the weakest ending because there's just just not it's, much happening. No, and it's it's you could tell it was rushed and you could tell there wasn't a lot of thought, which you would think would have provoked some sort of new ideas, new um, ways to end it and then obviously continue it. So we can, we can close the door on two and we can go on to... Um, another one of my favorite sequels uh yes we, we, we can i'm closing the door on two or did, um, you, did you i rudely did close the door did you have anything else to say about two no just i was gonna say that i think i if i had the option i would take a number two on on two <laughs> uh i genuinely like it's so <laughs> not like of all the, the ones that i watched i mean, the ones that i watched all three of them but uh, uh, watching all of these back pretty much back to back over two weekends um i this was the hardest one to get through for me i i'll even admit there was there was a couple times where i'm like i'm not i'm, I'm fast forwarding this fucking party like this party is dumb <laughs> i know how much you hate it so i knew it's, that it's, was just a, be it's a slog for me i knew that was gonna be a struggle and you know what i have to correct us now because i know technically there's four movies but really there's five there is uh, five cruel jaws yes and i think i think the cruel jaws would actually rank higher on my list for two. Oh, here's a question for you like yes. tangent but in the in, in the in the realm of what we're talking about oh by the way cruel jaws absolutely so much more enjoyable than two i would watch yes. it three times in a row before i watch two again absolutely um but if I don't ever, ever, ever want them to remake one. That'd be the dumbest fucking decision ever. Yes. But mm-hmm. how would you feel if, like, next summer you see a trailer and it says Jaws 5 or Jaws the Re-Revenge or whatever, you know? If, yeah. like, it was a sequel, so it's a completely original story using the Jaws name, yep. however they want to do it, whether they bring Brody's great grandson back or whoever the fuck they want to do how like, would you feel the great about grandson that? uh shark that was like you know a descendant of the the first one yeah he's, um, they've been training the shark for for years to get their revenge he's like a like, special agent shark now it's like uh born versus like rocky mix like he's training but he's yes. like asking to take him out exactly um, yeah he's like it's like uh like like his whole purpose and he's like bane like his whole purpose in life is to fuck up like the brodies yeah anyway and any it's a cousin in the cornfield um i would actually okay now that you pitch it in a sequel sense mm-hmm. i don't think i would be as upset me, ne- I, me neither 
I don't, th yes, but you know, just as well as I fucking do, because we didn't think that the exorcist was going to be touched and it is touched inappropriately by Blumhouse. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, I love it. It was touched inappropriately. <laughs> like, come on now. Like this is, I, I'm not Show me on, on the doll where the, where Blumhouse touched you. <laughs> right here. Like, it's just so bad. Like, Gordon Green, where was he? <laughs> you're the culprit. You did it. I, I'm, I'm going to overtly hate on the remake um, or the, the, the trilogy that we're getting. But anyway, um, it's going to happen. I know that they're going to remake Jaws. I just don't know who's going to touch it because I don't know. Like Rob Zombie, because uh, you run podcasts. They just posted when they did their Halloween episode, Rob Zombie talking about Jaws. Did you see that clip? No. So he, he pretty much, and this is, I think, the smartest thing that I've heard come out of Rob Zombie's mouth. He said he would never touch Jaws because it is one of the best movies ever made. It's a classic. He would never do it. Halloween, he does love it, but he felt like it deserved its own spin. And it deserved a backstory and a different way of telling the story, which... I'm a little bit more open to, to rewatching his remakes now after seeing what has transpired. I, uh, yeah, well, I mean, God, it couldn't be any worse than that. Uh, exactly. But I also, I kind of get what he's saying. I'm not the biggest fan of his movies. Um, yes. I, I, I think three from hell is pretty. No, not three from hell. Devil's Rejects, the second one. I think that's a pretty solid movie. Other than that, I could pretty much not give a crap about anything else he made. Um, but I think that makes sense to me. There's something like Jaws. A, it's fucking Spielberg. Yes. It's God. everything about it is perfect. And I, I just, I understand. And like, while Halloween is also perfect, I'm... I, you know, maybe because it was sequelized to death that I'm just like, mm -hmm. ah, I kind of, I don't mind it. Like, I'm not offended at the idea of a remake of Halloween. Like, I am offended at the idea of a remake of Jaws. And I can't really put that into words why, but like, do you, do, like I don't know. It just, I guess maybe because it's simpler. You know, it's a guy in a fucking mask. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you can get a backstory out of a Halloween movie because like John Carpenter did it. It was very ominous. It was very like, you didn't know anything really about michael and that that's what made it scary with jaws it's pretty black and white it's a fucking shark um you know which is it's believable because there are great white sharks mm -hmm. and it you know some of the things are a little far-fetched but still possibilities i think that doing a backstory to a slasher is not a bad idea depending on how it's done yes exactly yeah but with jaws that's bold and 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 Think of, oh, that was the other thing he said too. Um, you can never replace Robert Shaw. Like he, like he was, he, no one could ever compare to him. And it would be silly to like do a Jaws movie and not have those characters back, but who's going to do them justice? Who's well, going to yeah. actually play that, that role well? I also think like if they ever get it, first of all, I don't know if they ever will while Spielberg's alive. Spielberg yeah. does like I said, I, I feel like he's pretty protective of Jaws. He, like we've said before, like if, like I, I brought this fact up before, you will never, ever, unless it's a bootleg copy, see an official Jaws book, like 
set. Like yes. you will, like you, you can find the jaws. The jaws set is two, two, three in revenge. Yes. There's no jaws. Spielberg has basically made it. He, he's fought against that. He does not want his movie associated with those movies, um, which I think is pretty telling that I don't think he'd ever let anything happen to it. But however, money fucking talks. Um, I also just think like, who would you get to do it? Like, because here's the deal. Any established director, I think, would be like, fuck you. I'm not yeah. making, I'm not touching this. A, I'm yeah. going to, it's a masterpiece. B, yeah. if I fuck it up, like, people are going to hate me. So they're going to probably have to give it to some director, which kind of would be in the spirit of the first movie. Spielberg's first big movie was Jaws. But, like, they're going to have to give it to somebody who's really unproven and and, and probably... I can see the, the studios with how dumb they fucking are lately. They would completely miss the point. They wouldn't get the fear of the water aspect. It would just be about a shark eating people as opposed to like the fear it causes in the community and all the fucking nuances, but whatever. I have an idea. I literally, it literally, literally just popped in my brain. What's that? The only director that I think would do Jaws justice and I'm not saying it because I'm a fangirl. Do you do you do you have a guess on who I would pick? Carpenter? No. Wes Craven? Nope. One more guess. Think think of think of think of who do I love? Who am I in love with? Who restored my faith in horror? Damien Leone? I he loves Jaws. He loves that movie. Now, the, okay, but hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. He loves that movie. Okay. Like when I got to talk to David Howard Thornton and I have like my normal recording spot, I had the Jaws poster. When I came on, like after we did our introduction, he was like, Damien would, lo would love that. He loves Jaws. Hear my thoughts on this. He's a practical effect genius right okay yeah i mean okay. I, I that is I, I will give him that and he's had years of experience i think that if he would be given a budget and you know that he would be given a, a, a hefty budget to take this one on i think that he could probably do it justice in the realm of building an actual doing an actual shark putting in the work for the an actual shark not doing cgi actually putting forth an effort and i think maybe like creating a storyline granted i say that and everyone's gonna be like jordana terrifier 2 was a little off the rails you know the the layers of storyline that he had in that but i honestly think if you weren't gonna give a director one opportunity i would give it to him um well, we're definitely going to disagree on this one. <laughs> he might be the last. I mean, first of all, I don't want anyone to touch it. But no, exactly. That's I. I say I preface with that. I don't want yeah. this movie touched at all. And I said it to you before. If any, if it got announced, if I, if I see a fucking teaser where it's dark and I hear the Jaws music play, I will literally quit the podcast and I will never <laughs> talk about movies again. I would fucking tap out quicker than Steve Urkel in a in a fighting match. I would not. No. <laughs> But uh, if I had to, if I had, hey, Urkel to, had gadgets. Okay, um, <laughs> I, I just, I, so Leon, Leone, whatever. Uh, I, I love Terrifier two. It's it is a fucking mess though, and Terrifier one has zero plot whatsoever. 
I my worry with that would be like, yeah, maybe you'd get a cool looking realistic shark and like, you know, some cool realistic practical effects, but I have zero faith in him as it stands right now to construct anything that is deeper than surface level. And I feel like it would just like, like maybe he loves the movie, but like, I don't know if he, he doesn't seem to really give a shit a much about a uh, story and continuity and, and like, yeah, I don't know. I know. No, and I and that's I, I totally see that side of it, but I just feel like if someone loved it as much as they did and had the ability to have a a a, a movie studio give him like a good amount of money and say do this movie, I think he would be terrified, no pun intended, to fuck it up. And I think that he, I don't know, I just I just feel like when someone cares about something as much as like we love that movie. And if I had an artistic directing bone in my body and had any capability of doing it, I wouldn't do it, <laughs> but I get it, you would want to do it justice. Exactly. I, and and I get that. Like, like, but like my flip side on that is I know like I'm a big Kevin Smith fan up yeah. to a point. We'll see how it goes in the coming years, but he it's his favorite movie too. And I would like, never in a million years want to see him make a Jaws movie. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I just, I, uh, I, I just, I, I wouldn't want like Blumhouse to get it. And it's, Blumhouse. it's very, the odds would be in their favor that they would get oh, some they, sort of. That's who they give everything to now. It's, it's Blumhouse or if you want to make an original movie, you might get a 24. And I, I wouldn't want an a 24 version of fucking Jaws. Nope. And I wouldn't want Blumhouse to touch it. So like, the shark represents human empathy. <laughs> the shark is crying because it's upset because it's the one that's actually the victim. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> a tangents aside, just don't fucking touch Jaws. Yes. Don't that's touch moral, Jaws. That's the moral of that. But they did touch Jaws a third time, but this time I think much more appropriately. Uh, <laughs> they touched <laughs> yeah. it appropriately. Very much so. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite of of the of the sequels by far. I love I love three is three D is my favorite as well. I love it. This is the 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 porridge is not too hot, not too cold. This is the just right one. Where the, I think from the last one, they're like, all right, there's no way we're gonna be able to make like a serious movie ever again in this franchise. <laughs> so they're like, let's just have fun and. It is so fun. You got Dennis Quaid in there, which is so weird that he's in a fucking Jaws movie. All coked up. I love. I say that every time we talk about Jaws yep. 3, I love that cocaine was written in the budget for this fucking movie. It's, I, love I it. mean, and it shows on screen. Uh, yeah. but I, I, I love the idea of it being, the, 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 you know what makes this movie? What makes this movie? Yeah. SeaWorld. It's the best setting. It changes it from the open ocean and it makes it so like infinitely more fun. I love that you said that because I grew up at SeaWorld too. Mm -hmm. Like I, cause it was shot in Orlando. I rode those little dolphin strollers. I was at SeaWorld like around that time, like as a baby, like that's where we went to the botanical gardens and that scared the shit out of me too. When I was a kid, because it's not believable, but it is. Yeah. such a good change from the open waters of like a beach town it's like it's in a fucking aquatic amusement park it's it's so terrifying. much more fun it, like it, it it opened up the the uh 
like it, it gave them a whole new set of tools to play with to make this movie fun and different. Yes. Um, and, and it's just, it's a, I mean, you got the dolphins in there. The dolphins are fucking cool in this movie. Amazing. Um, and uh, this movie I watched a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like, I don't know, like the only scene that I think for me that maybe was scary to me as a kid was the head that's like, I, I think I've talked about it before, but like the head that like they, that you see, that you see floating yeah. like in one of like the little tanks. Yes. And it's when they're in that, that little like haunted place and the eel comes out and then the fucking head's there. Yep. Oh, it was so scary. Yeah. It, this um, movie's so much fun. I love too, and I don't want to like jump ahead, but I have to say it. I love that there's a twist in a Jaws movie that we finally get that it wasn't, it's, it's not, the, it, it was a baby. It's the mother. Yep. You know what I mean? I love that part when she's like, it's, it's the mom and it's inside the park and they're in that underwater fucking restaurant, all 80s style. And then you see the point of view coming from like the shark watching them and how big it is. I fucking love it. It's, it's fantastic. So here's the thing that I like, I can't believe that this movie exists. Um, the reasoning for it is, isn't this like the worst kind of PR for SeaWorld ever? Like, <laughs> yes. come, like they were like, yeah, yeah, you want to write a movie where one of a, an oceanic animal comes in, destroys our park and eats all of our fucking uh, guests. Yeah. Like when yeah, they're, that's when cool. they're, I think that, that sounds great. I'm when like, they're in the bumper cars, just ah, having fun, like every normal day. I person. can't believe SeaWorld said yes to this. Like, it's <laughs> insane. They That'd be like they were... writing a movie about like a, about, about Disney having like Mickey going on a murdering spree. <laughs> like Sam, you just sparked an idea that needs to happen. A fucking <laughs> killer mouse in Disney. <laughs> I'm I'm here for it, but I, 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 I somehow think that maybe Disney won't be on board. <laughs> but apparently SeaWorld was like, fuck it, we don't care. <laughs> uh, honestly, I can see it though, because think of the the caliber of what SeaWorld was back in the day. It wasn't any it, it, not that it wasn't anything, but it really didn't have, I don't want to say it had a lot going for it because, you know, I love aquatic life and I love aquariums, but I think that that like literally made it edgy. Like, do you want to come to the park? And there possibly could be a shark. Was that around the, cause I mean, when I was growing up, I mean, obviously now after Blackfish and everything, like yeah. SeaWorld's all but out of business, I think, or, or at the very lightly, uh, least, obviously they're attractions are very different now than what they used to be and they should be because it's horrendous and i'm yes. absolutely in favor of like no nothing no all the whales just let the whales and dolphins go let um but when i was growing up like shamu was like a goddamn celebrity like uh, it was and that we went to go see him and you get the, you get splash you sit in the splash zone mm-hmm. and you get to see him do like all the awesome tricks but like again you're right how naive was i as a kid you know and and, and thinking about it now like the poor fucking it's just so sad oh and it's, it's horrendous it's horrendous but in the same token I, I i like that was one of my favorite memories of living in orlando and and going to sea world was seeing him do all the awesome tricks <laughs> and I, I say that when i was a kid that was my dream job when i was a kid <laughs> i wanted to be the person who like was the dolphin and the whale handler thank god i didn't because a that's a horrendous profession and b you run the risk of getting murdered <laughs> exactly like it's terrifying but I, I and that's i think what 
the cool play on it is like, yeah, you have these animals in this park off and, you know, for display and on, on, for entertainment value. But like what happens when an actual apex predator really comes in? Yeah. Uh, super. Yeah. It's so like, what about there's all, all the characters in this movie are fun too. Like they're, they're enjoyable. I like the, the weird hunter guys that they bring in. Yeah. Uh, the English dudes. Yes. I love the, they kind of go back to it in a way, but it's like, because it's so preposterous that it's like funny that like, you know, they're, they're kind of doing the mayor bit where they're like, you know, no, we, like nothing's wrong. It's everything's fine. We can't shut it down. But they're yeah. like, all right, we'll just shut down this part of the park. <laughs> we know it's here. It's not a question. We're literally, we've hired hunters to go hunt it. And we're like, we can't shut down the park. <laughs> we can't shut this park down. What are you talking about? Like, what's this guy? Is it Louis Gossett Jr.? I have no idea. Uh, I think the, the dude that owns it. Right? Uh, yeah. I couldn't tell you. I think I think it is him. But like he's like I don't think it was opening day, but he's just like, Oh, we got seventy six thousand guests today and we can't we can't shut the park down. This yeah. that it's like, dude, there's a fucking great white shark <laughs> in the park premise. Like it's going to eat you in your little hidden restaurant underneath. Like, I don't know. I, I just I love but I like how it shifts the tone because again, yes, it should be shut down. And and it's at the expense of all these people coming in and paying money to see these animals and they could die. But what's, what's more important money or the protection of people, people's oh, security. Agreed. And, and that's sort of been a, a running theme in the Jaws movies, but yes. like this one, it's so preposterous because it's like, it's not, the ocean. I mean, you technically you really can't shut down the ocean, but you can <laughs> sure as shit shut down SeaWorld for a weekend. What are you talking about? And just exterminate the problem. Exactly. <laughs> but so some of my my favorite scenes in this one are um I love when the hunter gets hunted mm -hmm. and he is inside the mouth of the shark oh. and you see the flesh <laughs> hanging from the fucking this teeth and you just see him and he's screaming as he's getting chomped you just hear that oh yeah oh, every yep. time it chomps that was terrifying to me again as a kid because i watched these all when i was like you know a, an eight to ten range so of course i was still in the time frame where i would swim in the shallow end and i would turn and look down at the deep end and i'd see this black thing shadow and i think it's a great white shark and i'd run out of the pool <laughs> oh, we all had that yeah absolutely you know, uh, I, I think a thing that I always first just I don't know, as a kid, I really liked it. And I still think it's a cool visual, um, although ultimately nothing really happens. But um, I, I like the like the tour guy trying to keep everybody like calm as like they're in like the tunnel thing and the water's like slowly rising. And it's just I'm like, that is that there's some tension that can be created with that. Although ultimately nothing happened. You kind of almost were like, man, I kind of would like to have seen a couple of those people get it, but and, you, and you're like waiting it because it's that shot where they're in that murky water and it's like knee level. And you're thinking there's no way the sharks in there, but the, the suspenseful music's playing and it's all like slow angles. And you're like, what is he in there? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, you know, he's not. See, my thought is like, I'm watching it. And I'm like, you know, I think as a kid and even as an adult, I'm like, how did they, they saw this glass tube and they, 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 they weren't like, we could have him go through that. Right. Like, like, 
like I'm like, I granted, obviously not actually do it, but like make it look like he did. I'm like, I kind of wish they would have like been like, let's have this motherfucker. I guess that would have blown the ending though, because it would have been the same thing as the ending. So right, but and, and that brings me to real quick. So that, of course I forgot about this, but the scene in two. Do you remember when they're at that hotel and it's the pool and all the balloons are in there? Mm-hmm. And they have like this one shot where it's like cresting the water. And who did I watch it with? Was I watching it with Rosalind recently or was I watching it with my sister-in-law? And they're like, does the shark pop up? I'm like, I mean, out of the no. pool? yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, but I kind of wish it did. Cause that would have been like cool jaws. Like, yeah, cruel jaws. Exactly. And it's so unrealistic. Sometimes I wanted that like total unrealistic play to come in but it, it, it's a good now when you think of it, it's a good playing on on your mind like yeah. just staring at it like what's happening what's gonna happen yeah. it just makes you think like you're like but again i think as jaws did to everybody everybody saw jaws as a kid um you know was like afraid of water illogically like and i don't even mean like you know one thing to be like you're in the ocean because there's right. a very small chance, but they're that is where they live. But there were kids who were were like, I'm. They were afraid of the fucking bathtub. <laughs> yes, I know. And people like, like I said, in the pool situation, people like went swim, swim in the deep end because they're afraid the fucking shark was there. Mm-hmm. There's that meme. It's like my irrational childhood fear, and it's the swimming pool at school and the big great white shark in front of the in front of the person swimming. Yep, it's true. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it absolutely existed. Um, I don't know if it exists like that today because i just will also say like i work with a lot of like much younger people and Mm -hmm. most of them have never even fucking seen this movie like so like i don't know if that what yeah i mean it's we're getting old jordan we're getting old (laughs) i know and that's a sad reality but jessalyn uh she does jewelry i don't know if you follow her but she loves she's got blonde hair she has amazing um usually like spooky Halloween inspired jewelry. Like she does other jewelry. That's not completely spooky, but she loves Jaws three. And we have like endless conversations about how much she loves. And she's so happy that some, someone else, other people love and appreciate three as much as we do. Yeah. I mean, it's, I I can't, as far as fun goes, it's, it's just, it's so it's, it's, that's how I describe this movie. Fun. Yes, there's fun. it's it's not really scary for me to be honest, but like it's 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 one you can easily turn on and just have have a good time watching. I love the the, the shark in the, like they they have the stupidest fucking ideas. I don't even know what their idea was like, but when they're like, we're gonna get the shark and we're gonna stick it in a tunnel, and I was like, <laughs> why? Like just like, what? 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 What do you? What your your? If it's there, just. Sh- fucking kill it what are you talking about <laughs> i know like what is the purpose of like i mean i get i get it having to be have them be in some place different and, and this and that but just fucking kill them yeah it, it's it's you know the dolphin the dolphin i like that the dolphins are like basically a character in this movie like they like they should be credited <laughs> but yeah, San- what is it sandy and see i, I remember all these because i these movies like sandy and Oh. I know I can't think of the other the other one. I love the the end when they're it's like the CGI or like the the 3D part when they spin. Yeah. And it's so fucking ridiculous, but I'm just like, yeah, every time I just think of them like high noting each other. 
yeah i i think that the inclusion of the dolphins is so fun like i mean they repeatedly save uh michael um yep and then at the very end i mean they literally save them from the restaurant so okay but we completely skipped like one of the best parts of this movie and that's the 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 chase scene with the um the skiers oh the water skiing pyramid yep that that scene that leads into them on the bumper cars and it just the panic and the the intensity of it like that's one of my favorite i i classify it as a chase scene because the shark is chasing people so to me it's one of my favorite chase scenes but i love the fin against them doing their little routine i would argue that other than the hilarious ending uh <laughs> I would argue that that's probably the most iconic scene from the movie. Uh, it, like the whole, I think, if I'm correct, even the poster of this movie is that scene. It's the yes. it's the, the pyramid with the the, the fin, and yeah. I think that that's and it's been parodied by in Piranha and all this other shit. Like that's a pretty iconic scene, I'd say. It is iconic. I love it. I love when they're on the bumper the bumper tubes, and he does not want to be in the water, and she Leah Thompson lures him out. And she gets bumped off and gets her fucking leg bit. But I love like the panic aspect because it brings me back to the beach scene in the first one where it pans up to Brody. Everyone's going crazy. It's absolute madness. People are screaming. The boat goes up on the sand. People are drowning. Uh, the people are on the float. And it pushes them. And they all fall in the water. It's just like absolute chaos, but it's beautiful chaos. And I just yes. love that whole segment. Yeah, the bumper boat really sticks out, and it, it, it's it's very fun. Um, like you said, just again, it's it felt like I mean, again, that could only happen if they set the movie at, at SeaWorld, you know. So that gave them the ability to play with. I mean, where else was Jaws gonna? You know, Jaws. Sorry, we're, the shark, fuck, it's Jaws. Where else was Jaws gonna go and fucking you know? You know, logically, where was else was he gonna go and get the fuck with somebody in a bumper boat? <laughs> exactly and also too it leads me into another reason why we should have gotten not a family dynamic but like okay jaws is the first one and that's bruce now it's his fucking counterpart or it's his wife because it's his kid and now it's the the mothers in the park so like do they split i mean obvi well obviously he died but like you know who did she who did she have a fucking baby shark with like we need to know that part Where, where's the male well, yeah, and then that's that's a thing that's never really described in the in the fourth movie when they bring the revenge aspect into it. Though, which shark are we avenging? Are we avenging Bruce? Are we avenging Burnt Faceboy? Are we avenging Mom? Who you know? Like, yeah, is it a family ordeal? Meaning like the mom and the baby? Yeah, in three, like I need. Are to they know mad at Chief Brody? Are they mad at Michael? Are like, who, who are we mad at? Exactly. Like, we need to know this. And I feel like I just love the progression of the antagonist of the shark. Like, I just love it's Bruce, and then it's Burnt Face Boy, and then it's the mom, and the little one that, the, the little engine that could, but yeah. <laughs> died in the fucking pond in front of yeah. everyone. Yeah, which was heartbreaking. I know. Like, how sad. You do and feel sad for the, for the baby. I, when she got out, I was just like, don't give up. It's not, he's not really truly dead. But uh, so, so that aspect of it. But then, then you got the classic ending, which is Chef's fucking kiss. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty phenomenal. 
Um, it's, it, again, for any younger listeners, if you haven't seen it, you're about to. Uh, <laughs> um, and it is uh, the slowest moving fucking shark you've ever seen in your life. And the best use of cocaine to enhance a scene, because if these people were not coked up, do you think they would have delivered this performance? I no, no. probably not. I I, I no. have to imagine no. Uh, so here it is. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. I love it. Are we sure they knew what they were doing? <laughs> I uh, mean, probably not. The fuck is the play button? Oh, there it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. Look at the mouth. <laughs> Oh, it's so awful. So that guy, no, yeah, Louis Gossett Jr., but the other dude that's in there, his death is hilarious. And that's so mean to say, but do you remember when he gets bit and he's like screaming? He's like, oh, and yeah. it chomped him. Oh, yeah, but you're, you're happy. You're, he's the dickhead. You're happy he's getting chomped. Yeah, like, goodbye. Uh, so, like, there's so many questions I have. I understand, obviously, I've never seen this movie actually in 3D. I don't know if you have. Mm -mm. I um, to. Yeah, it would be wonderful. But like that was shot so that it, it looked like the shark was coming at you. But for home video audiences, it just looks like it's moving at like a snail's pace. He's taking his time. And then it, I don't know how to describe this for the audio listeners if you, who've never seen it. It smashes through the glass, quote unquote, except instead of actually breaking through the glass, they just put like this effect on the screen that looked like glass breaking, but like, I don't really know how to describe that audit, like, like audit auditory, auditorially. You said it perfectly because it's, it's literally like he's going super slow and it looks like he's just giving you that little stupid ass look like, Hey, I'm coming. <laughs> he's like, it's so slow that it just hits the glass and his mouth kind of opens and it's like, <laughs> yeah and, and like again it's just like it's as if like someone drew glass breaking like on the on the camera lens and then they're yeah. like that's good enough <laughs> well did you see the guy i think i posted it today or was it yesterday he was he was actually holding the shark with the green screen oh no i didn't see that i'm gonna have to check that out he had like a, a plastic tube and he was holding it and he's like facing the green screen and it's the shark so i'm sure he was just like moving it himself it's just so like <laughs> oh i just it's so funny like it, it, i know it's people ridiculous. who've never seen the movie who like still like they know that scene like they just because it's so infamously terrible it's horrible but in the most amazingly oh yeah fantastic way like i love that ending i love i i love three is like my favorite sequel it is and like it's it, and when i say it's terrible i mean it is terrible but like i look forward to it every time like i was watching this outside uh and uh deanna was i don't know she was fucking around like on her phone or her yeah. tablet or whatever and she wasn't really paying attention and like you know i like i and i'm not bothering her the whole movie she had her headphones on and i'm like but as soon as that scene comes up i'm like hey 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 <laughs> You, you gotta watch this. She's like, you make me watch this every time. I'm like, I'm always going to. <laughs> like, I'd be like, you could thank me later. Yeah, no, no, yeah. This is amazing. You need to see this part. Even if you've seen it ten times before, you need to see it eleven. All right. <laughs> I'm the same way with Greg. He gets so annoyed. And the last time that I did like this whole Jaws 
watch of every single one. I watched the first one and I and I, I ate it at an edible. So oh. I, was I was definitely like feeling it. And I stopped when Brody, going back to the first one, when Brody's doing something and it goes up in the watchtower and there's the lifeguard and you see his fucking balls. Like you see like not his actual like testicles, but like the cup part in his little booty shorts. And I stopped it. I was like, oh, do you see his balls? And I was fucking, cr I was crying. I was laughing so hard. And he's like, you are ridiculous. <laughs> hey, uh, I mean, every time I see, if you see, because you, you, there's so few, you know, twigs and berries in movies. Uh, when when you see it, you're like, oh, wow. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> like I told you I was, I told you for a future potential episode, I was watching uh, Gone Girl and I was like, oh my God, that's Ben Affleck's dick. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like, it is so, it comes out of nowhere and you're like, holy shit. Yes. And I, it's a, it's a dick. Like, we've seen him, but like, when you see him in movies or anything that relates to your fucking twig and berries, you're kind of just like, holy shit. So I literally had it frozen there. And he's, you know, he's like, you're ridiculous. I'm like, how did Steven Spielberg not know his fucking bald in the shot? And well, he's he knows, like, he knows every frame of that movie. <laughs> he's fucking shaking his head. And I was, I was crying for like five minutes after. And yes, the gummy definitely contributed to that. But I just found the most ridiculous shit in these movies. And <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> Oh, that was, that was a good time, and 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 just like seeing some some twig and berries in movies, uh, it, it, Jaws three is a hell of a good time. <laughs> yes, and I think that we can co comfortably say that both of our favorite sequels. So yes, stamp of approval, and we go from an amazingly awesomely bad movie to a movie that was supposed to be serious that was bad. Oh boy, uh, yeah. Jaws the Revenge. Okay. It is not good, no. but I enjoy watching it more than two. Okay, so because I, it's so bad, it's funny. I see that, and I will say, and I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this because I already made this comment to Kale, and he was not having it. But franchise-wise, Jaws to me is one that I would watch the first one and the fourth one. If I had, if I had to pick like a top not the top, but a top franchise in horror, I would pick Jaws as one because I love them collectively. I love mm -hmm. them even as, as as they're supposed to be bad and they're supposed to be bad in a good way. I still love them. Well, Along with, with like Halloween. I mean, I'm with, I, so I actually, like, I don't, I don't hate this movie. I know there's some people who, who are like super anti Jaws the Revenge. Like it is, it is bad, but like, I am able to have fun with it because it is so goofy and weird. And like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm never bored when I'm watching it. There's always something on screen where I'm like, you know, where you're like, how the fuck did they like, how, like, I hate to steal a name from another podcast, but like you, this is the epitome of like, how the fuck did this get made? Like, how did this happen? <laughs> but here's here, so here's my thing on this so I, I i agree i i love this movie i don't hate it i don't hate on it like a lot of people do and say i i would never watch i it's a guilty pleasure mm -hmm. if i don't have anything to watch and i have to like throw something on in the background i usually put on this or like scream three or something but i will say a controversial statement i think 
Whoopi's doing a scratch DJ session over. On the I can hear it. I I was wondering <laughs> what it was. It sounded like for a second. I'm like I'm like I'm like Jordana. Like is he like breathing directly into the microphone? What's going on? <laughs> it literally scared me because all of a sudden when I paused to say it, I hear. And he, he'll I don't know if Ripley does it, but he'll get on something and he's just like to get oh, the yeah. perfect spot. And then and then he and he doesn't even fucking sit there. <laughs> God, I love that dog. But anyway, arguably, I think that the revenge has not not the obviously the best opening because one has the best opening, but the second best opening because that scene with the boat and like the moment that he realizes that his arm is bit off as as far fetched as that is i think it was kind of like scary and kind of like the 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 people singing the the church or the christmas music the caroling and stuff it was just a very like dark opening i i'm with you actually i think it is probably the second best opening um even though you know the premise of it being like it's <laughs> i mean because all right again if you've not seen this movie it, it first of all i will say this like if you watching this and like as a first time watcher like you might be kind of disappointed because i think that they set up a cool precedent in the first scene of this movie because it's at christmas time yes. you know in the new england coast or whatever and yeah. like the the water's all icy and i'm like you i kind of i'm like well dude like i a Jaws movie in winter? That's kind of fucking cool. Like, but yes, they go a complete opposite on that. But the, the shark essentially sets a trap. <laughs> I know. And then, then you get to like the real bare bones of what the fuck's going on, and you're like, okay, this this shark literally booby trapped this guy, and he follow he he's been haunting stalking him since his father had an interaction with his grandfather, yeah. grandfather shark. So Again, for people who haven't seen this, and I know that there's some listeners out there who have not seen this. I know specifically a few of you haven't. Yes. The, so Sean, the younger son of Chief Brody, is now the chief, I guess, or he's the cop. He's a cop. And yes. for some reason, it's the cop's job to go out and fix this fucked up buoy, uh, which the shark has uh, ostensibly intentionally fucked up knowing that it would bring out <laughs> Sean Brody. Like he knew that was his shift, by the way, too. He's like, I know this motherfucker's shift. He's been lurking and stalking for weeks. <laughs> and Sean goes out there. Uh, and when he's uh, fixing the buoy, the shark jumps up and bites his fucking arm off. And it actually is, like I said, Outside of the ridiculous premise, I think it's a pretty cool fucking scene. <laughs> yeah, when he like drops down and it's very reminiscent of like, it, to me, in a sense, like it. Because like the arm's gone, it's the it's the slicker, it's all bloody, and he's just like, oh, It's one screaming. of the more violent scenes in the entire franchise. Because honestly, like, I mean, one was probably the most violent overall. Yeah. But like, it's probably the most violent scene, I think, in the whole franchise. Most of what, most of Jaws kills you are kind of seen off camera and then you just see like you know blood float like float up yeah but this one was like long after he loses his arm then he's in the water then he's popping up screaming and like the caroling music's playing and you have like these visuals and it's just a very like bleak 
like okay and then and then you get that reality of like so so now there's this like curse and now that he's stuck he's stalking this family and you're like and he takes the boat apart too yes he tears that shit to pieces i i really liked i I actually think the scene is quite effective especially with sean like you said he's screaming for help but it's christmas time so there's carolers so nobody can hear him and Mm -hmm. as he's screaming like he's already fucked like his arm is gone he's gonna die but like then the shark's like nah and like he just like takes the boat apart and you just see sean basically like just sink underwater and you know what happens at that point and it's and it's like it's horrible because you know what's gonna what's gonna happen afterwards you know it's gonna turn into this like revenge like well now we know we didn't matt try to put you know the first time i saw this movie um I was a kid, obviously. Mm-hmm. This came out in 1987. This was one year before I was born. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a made-for-TV movie. I, for years, I thought this was... I, I was like, yeah, Jaws Revenge. That's the that's the made-for-TV one. Because it's so... Like, it's so noticeably shittier that I was like, no, no, no. That There's no way this was an actual movie. This was a TV movie that they made. And that's why it, it's like this. <laughs> It looks like a, t- a made-for-TV movie. You're right. Yeah. The production and the way that the, it was shot totally looks like a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. I always but, thought, like, for for like probably a decade, probably till I was like, I don't know, uh, probably till I was like maybe like 17 or 18. What did I like? And I, I really got into movies. Was I like, oh, I was like, oh no, that's just they made they did they just didn't give a fuck about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they pitched a horrible fucking idea. How the fuck it landed uh, is beyond me. How anyone would think that, and and not, to, I would be sitting in the office if I were like an executive. I'd be like, let's try to let's try to pitch a different idea. Let's try it. Let's if we're gonna do this, why don't we not do a revenge storyline? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I mean, or okay, or maybe like the least interesting character from the original film. Yeah. We're going to make her the main character. And the only reason she got that job was because of her, her husband was the head of, uh, of MGM and universal. Yes. So of course she got that and she drives me nuts in this movie. Like I, there's just parts in it that I, I just, she's a bad actress. Let's just be honest. She yes. is a bad actress. <laughs> But on the on the plus side of it, though, in the cast is the guy that played Jimmy in Halloween Two. Who was he in this movie? He's uh, Michael. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the curly hair dude that it go it gets Laurie, and he's like with uh, Bud. I did not know it was the same actor. Okay, yes. cool. And the connection is like. He, remember how like le- leggy he was and how he would run down the hallway he is a lanky man yes and when he ran down the beach i'm like his hair everything connected i'm like that is the dude from halloween too yeah. which I, I don't mind him in this movie he's okay he's he's, in, yeah. he's not as likable as dennis quaid is um personally no. I, I like dennis quaid's performance as michael better than this guy but he's all right uh okay this though this movie has not only the premise uh which is obviously that there is some curse basically or okay let me that the, the the shark is somehow getting revenge for the killing of the other sharks uh so he's targeting the brody family wants to take them out like it's a fucking shark mafia yes now that's bad enough but th- 
they did Chief Brody so goddamn dirty in this movie. So there's a line, basically, obviously, they they were not getting Roy Scheider back. Uh, But there's basically like, so they're like, oh, Roy Scheider, Chief Brody died. I I, want to say it was like six months before the movie starts taking place or something. And the reasoning that is given for his death is that he basically, he died from the fear of sharks. I hate that when they said that i was like give me a fucking break so the man who has now killed two of them somehow is like i just becomes a a, just a big old pussy what what are we doing here (laughs) and stays on a fucking island town yeah Yeah. like if he's that afraid of them go move to wyoming (laughs) thank you go to the fucking desert where there's going to be absolutely no sharks whatsoever that pissed me off so much and i hate how they have that picture of him in oh. the in the because it's like don't it, it's kind of like when they name drop sydney and scream for me or when they they do those little like you know nods to the first one it's like get, get fucking bent like you don't even need to put that in there yeah it just because now like the, what that puts in my mind is it just like what happened uh, after two after he's now killed two of these motherfucking sharks that he just spent the rest of his life like sharks oh, oh. Like, like what are you fucking talking you should be the one person on the planet who's like fuck sharks man i i am the shark master <laughs> don't come fucking near me because i'll blow your ass up yes. or imagine being like in modern time and him still be like around and have baby shark as a fucking song could you imagine him sitting there and hear baby shark and he's like oh no shark it'd be like scooby-doo like he's like you just feel like here at the beginning of the song start playing he's like it's happening again oh it's just it's so they did him so goddamn dirty and i don't i i hate that part of it if they would have taken just left that out I would have been a little bit more okay with it. And did you notice after Sean dies and they come from the Bahamas to see his mom, the original chick from the first one with the black hair, she was one of the women um, that was consoling them. I did not notice that. No. And not the nostalgia part of it, like that little throwback. I thought that was cool. Like I thought that was cool to have her, even though I, I I didn't like her in the first one, I thought that was kind of cool to have her in this one. Yeah, I mean that is cool. It's uh, I've seen it a few times and it never resonated with me. But yeah, that, it's also that was, one of, that was one of the things I noticed when I ate my edible. <laughs> my, my that mother. that in the ball sack. All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Oh shit. Uh, um. So did you know, and I think I've told you this before, way back on our very first episode. So did you know that there's technically a voodoo element to this movie? Yes. And that has stuck with me because we discussed this in the first one. Yes. Yes. So for nobody who will refresh everyone here. So uh, the novelization of this movie is based on the original script. Uh, So basically the script writer who, you know, when they, the, the, the novel of this movie, the novelist was like, I can't make a movie out of this. Like, I can't make a book out of this because this makes no fucking sense. So he used the original script uh, to, no- to novelize it. 
And it's revealed that the original idea was not that the sharks were mad at the Brody family, that somehow the Brody families pissed off a shaman, a voodoo shaman named, I want to say, like Shaman Jack I want to say it is. Oh, I got it right here. Uh, Where is it? Uh, I'm sorry. It was a, a, a vengeful voodoo witch doctor named Jacques <laughs> and that he puts a curse on the Brody family, and that the shark is basically it doesn't even know what it's doing. It's like a it's like a weapon. And I wish I, they made that in this movie. I wish that made it to this movie because it kind of at least would be like, well, at least there's a reason now, <laughs> and it makes sense that the shark went from. New England to the Bahamas in three days, which is physically impossible in fucking three days. And also like the amazing shots of it and following Michael in the tunnels. Yep. Like maneuvering its way through like that. It it would be like a weekend at Bernie's too in a shark sense. Yes. Uh, I I so wish that that made it into the movie or that there was some alternate shots. I know for a fact that, uh, there are alternate shots on this because apparently that whole like, um, you know, like the opening scene of this where the, they give like the isn't there like a voiceover I believe. I feel like after is it after or Sean? after that was yeah. all added because the the basically the studio like watched it and they're like, what the fuck is this? They're like, what is happening? They're like, there this makes no sense. So then they stuck that in there and I guess like reportedly they're like. This doesn't help much, but it's at least trying to guide the audience to tell them what is going on. But it didn't really translate because you still didn't know what the fuck was going on. No, it was was still very much like a a guessing game and a far-fetched fairy tale. Yeah, and then like outside of the title of the movie, there's really never an explanation given like At, at all. No, and then somehow Lorraine Gary uh, has, like, psychic powers now. Like, I don't... <laughs> so her, like, she, the way that she would, like, yell at her granddaughter, like, I told you to get out of there! And the way that she was, I was just like, I hope the shark fucking eats you. I really, truly wish that we would have gotten, like, a finalization with her getting chomped. She's so unlikable in this movie like like okay so sean just died right mm-hmm. and like like just died and i think it's sean's kid right i believe is the little girl um it's michael's daughter but he did have didn't he like kiss the woman and like the little girl and okay. and, and his mom beforehand correct okay, no, yeah no you're right yeah it, yeah yes. you're, it, it's it is michael's kid that's right but okay so michael's kid is like sad and she's like don't be sad he wouldn't want you to be sad i'm like he just died yesterday like <laughs> i know like and, and then she's like about? uh let me give you a funny bone sandwich or something like that and i'm like that's not even a joke that's not even <laughs> a joke they, like there's no punchline to this this <laughs> is just awful writing it's horrible. The writing is so cringy. And it's not like it's not like if it was good writing it would save this movie because I don't think a lot would save it, but again, as much as it's so fucking off the rails, it still works because it's I still watch it. I still, you know, uh the dream sequence with her when she's swimming 
you know, and, and when I watched, I didn't realize it was a dream sequence until, you know, after she gets attacked in the water and then yeah. she woke up, I'm like, oh, okay. But I don't know. Like it's, it's just so horribly bad. It is. I mean, the dialogue is horrendous. Um, I, I'm trying to think of this, some other stuff. Okay. Well, there's a lot of, like, I would feel like in this movie, a lot of them are just like, get over it. Like, just get over it, man. Your kid's dead. Whatever. You know, just get over it. Move along. It's been, and I think like, it's not, I think it's like what, I think three weeks. No, it's three days. I'm sorry. Three days. Yeah. Because that's how long, because I know that one of the complaints that people have about this movie is that it's physically impossible for a shark to swim from the, from, you know, the, New England to uh, the Bahamas in three days, but yeah. so it's been. Th so her son has been dead for three days, and she's constantly like, "Huh, I know I should just get over it and move on." I'm like, "I don't, I don't think you should." I mean, not th not this quickly. I, I think yeah. you are having an appropriate <laughs> amount of emotion right now, and you need to process it. Like your husband died six months because before because he was afraid. Yeah, your son just got literally eaten by the shark that he said afraid of. So like, yeah. Three days seems fair. And then that's that's why I hate it because she's like, I need to get over it. But then she goes to the Bahamas with Michael and tells him that he cannot work in the water anymore. Well, yeah. What what would you like him to do? I mean, yeah. I, 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 mean, underst he's, he's, I understand he's a, he's it. a marine biologist, so. But like for her to go down and be like, you, you can't go in the water again. I'd be like, you're in the fucking Bahamas. I live here because of my job. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. It, it, it's i mean it makes no sense at all it's, um no. yeah so michael lives in the bahamas now he's studying conch shells or, or uh, conch is what i believe he's studying yes um which are just like little shelled creatures that are uh, endangered right now um yes but you eat them for an aphrodisiac yeah i have had conch soup before in my life i will also say that it was one of the best things i've ever eaten in my life <laughs> So I have had it too, and it is delicious, but I did not know it was in danger. I, I will never eat it again because of yes, that. But yeah, that makes me sad. Yeah, I was like a kid, but yeah. Um, that being said, obviously, shark shows up, follows him to the Bahamas, and just everywhere Michael goes, the shark fucking goes. Um, you know, there's two people I really like in this movie. Um, I think uh, Michael Caine as Hoagie, yes. I love him, is wonderful. Mm -hmm. And and I just I think it's just because it's Michael K. If any other person had played that role, I'd probably be like, "This sucks." But like, Fuck Hoagie. it's Michael Caine being Michael Caine. Like, I feel like he. I mean, he has the greatest line quote about this movie. I know you know it, right? I do know it. Yes. You, all right. It? You want to say it? Uh, is it that he has? He's never watched this movie, but his mom is enjoying the house that she lives in that he bought or something to that. Yeah. Effect. He's right. someone asked him at a, a, a press release, like, Oh, how, you know, that movie's terrible. How have you ever seen it? And he's like, he's like, I've never seen it, but I've seen the house that it bought my mother in Spain. And it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> yes. And I love that because he knew exactly what he was doing. Yep. And good for him. You know, he missed his accepting his Oscar for this movie. <laughs> I, I think I didn't know that, but how, Oh, so shitty. yeah he so he won an oscar but they had to go back to do reshoots and apparently the producers of this movie were would not let him go back go to the academy awards because they basically feared they they've come out and said that they were like we thought if he if we let him go he, he was him. never coming back <laughs> so, so they made him miss his oscars acceptance 
dickhead move that sucks <laughs> that that happened but like also smart on their part because if i were him but i feel like michael kane would go back i don't think he'd be a dickhead and not go back but again they obviously paid him a lot of money for it too so and you're in the bahamas i mean it's kind of like a vacation in a sense yeah um and then i also really like mario van peebles in this movie um who's that one uh he's like the he's michael's like boat cap or boat hand or whatever his friend the the guy doing the terrible jamaican accent yeah yes i do like him i do enjoy him and his his fate was was bullshit and that's he should have died i thought he did die no 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 at the very end of the he gets destroyed in this movie yeah, and at the very me. end of the movie when they're all floating around there he like pops up pops and he's up. like uh, he's like barely breathing <laughs> and i'm like get your and i guess from what i understand is that they were like oh well the character was too likable so we didn't want to i'm like I'm like, there's no way he's not dead. <laughs> like you obliterated him in that scene. Yeah. But of course they're going to do like a nod towards Hoop, Hooper and not like you think he's dead, but he's not. Well, originally in the script, both Hoagie and Mario Van Peebles died. And I'm like, and so you had two likable. So they kind of like pushed out and they were like, well, we don't want him to die. You know, like, I'm like, one of them probably should have died. And it's probably the one that you filmed getting just mauled destroyed or like yeah. they should have pulled an alex kittner and had the girl get eaten on the banana boat yep i mean that that would have been a good one too i, I mean i again i think the banana boat is a, another classic scene out of the franchise even as unbelievable and as ridiculous as it looks that scene again fucked me up as a kid and i just love the shot when they're coming up on it and they're bouncing on it and all of a sudden he just fucking takes the girl off and just eats her in the air, and she's flailing. Oh my god, I love that scene. It's I think so that uh, I think that scene. That's I mean, it's I think it's been turned into a meme and whatnot because it, it's that's arguably where the shark looks the shittiest in the whole the movie. Sh- yeah, <laughs> but like that. That again, I like the idea of playing around with stuff. You know, we've never had the banana, you know, tubes and banana boats and that kind of shit. He's never, you know, we've never had a, a shark fuck with those before. So I kind of thought that was cool. Yeah, I I enjoyed that scene. And I think that that one compared to the other scene at the end where we see him the most, where he pops up and he's like, he's making that fucking tiger. Don't don't you worry. (laughs) Don't you worry. It's coming. (laughs) I love it. It's just, I don't know. I, this could have been a really decent addition to the franchise but they did some shit that just made no sense i i mean i think that they had a bunch of coke that they didn't share (laughs) there's some massive continuity issues as well that i that are just hilarious so i don't know if you've ever noticed this but there's one that uh, not once you see it every time you watch it you can't unsee it so after hoagie's plane goes down yep and he's in so he's in the water and they, they show him like pulling him on the boat, you know, um, uh, the very next scene, he's in a completely dry suit. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, like, like cut to him on the board. And he's like, Oh, thank you for saving me. <laughs> and he's in a completely dry suit. I love it. It's like, Oh, the, the Bahama sun must've really just dried him yeah, out in like four seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, all right. Like, okay, let's, can we get like the, the famous ending the ending is please the shark roars and it's so funny 
And what is it that, okay, so Michael put uh, a, a, a. I don't know. You tell something me. Something on, what is it? Like, so it looks like a flashlight, like one of those big yellow flashlights. And he put something on the shark. So when it, when he pushed the button, you could hear the, it sounds like, like an electrical sound. And then the shark pops up from the water and it makes the. Down. Yes. And I, I don't know why it scared me when I was a kid. I hated that noise. Cause I was like, Oh, that's ferocious. And then when they're like, Oh, it was a lion. Right? I think it was a lion. Yeah. If I'm correct. A lion or a tiger or something. It just, you're like, why? It's so the ending to this movie and maybe because when I'm watching this, I, you know, it's jaws of the revenge. I'm not watching super closely. No. I don't know what the ending is. I genuinely don't. I you, A, you get the shark roaring, which if you're not aware, sharks do not have vocal cords, so they cannot produce sound. So there's that. Yeah, uh, the the way that it roars is so funny too, because like the scene where it's roaring, which I'm about to play, he's not doing anything. The shark is just like in like, He's sitting like on top of the water almost. And more or less, he's just kind of sitting there. And he's, it's like, it's like when my, like you said, it's like when the dog is trying to like get comfortable, that's kind of what it's doing. It's just like rocking back and forth in the water going. And you see him shaking too. Yeah. He's like back and forth. He's like, and I'm like, what the fuck is he? It's like like a dolphin move. Yeah. It's like, it's having a conniption fit. (laughs) And I don't understand why, but it's it, it's just roaring loudly. Michael is shooting this flashlight at it. Yeah. I don't know what it's doing. I don't know what the purpose of it is. The shark pops up out of the water. They ram it. Lorraine Gray, or Gray, Gary, I think it is, uh, has a flashback to Brody, which feels so cheap. And every time I'm like, you don't fuck, you did not earn this. I hate that part. I fucking hate that part more than anything as if she's like it almost is trying to be like as if she's like on the same level and i'm like you are nowhere fucking near bro like chief brody ever like your husband amazing you and and also she's not even the one doing anything i believe it's hoagie driving the fucking boat it (laughs) is and then hoagie takes the fucking front of the boat that that's a a, a stick like a mask into the shark and then all of us yeah a mask and then it the shark blows up for no reason. The shark explodes. Yeah. I, and also I, that is an edited version, which is, I, I don't understand this at all. So the theatrical version of it. Yes. Made a little more sense. Not much, but a little, they spear the shark. Okay. And then you see the shark's body with a big fucking hole in it. Just sink to the bottom of the ocean. Okay. A, a I, I would have been, more effective yes i would have been for some reason when they did the home release they're like we gotta add the the the, the ending's too boring so then they like let's blow so they used an edit where they blew the shark up except there's never an explanation given as to why it blows up like and i love how they thought they were going to be sneaky and and have that happen and not have people be like what did you, what the fuck just happened? Like you literally stabbed the shark and then you blew it up. Like, is there an air tank in there? Is he a poppable balloon that just is possessed? Uh, is is the flashlight doing something to him? Like, what is it? 
And All right, let's watch so, it. Let's watch it real quick. Yes, please. It, it, it's it's wonderfully terrible. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, here we go. I can't. <laughs> it's just rocking back and forth. <laughs> and then he hits and, it. Yeah, and the, this look how anticlimactic this is. And it's this little tiny thing. Sweet Jesus, they're headed straight for it. Come about, Ellen. Ellen, come on. I love this smack. Yeah, Ellen, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, oh. The unearned Brody reference. Smile, you son of a bitch. Oh, I love the replay of it. It's so good. I cannot. I w the the shark half out of the water. I can't. <laughs> Smile, you son of a bitch! I didn't. I didn't remember that during the heroic scene. Ogie's basically like, "You dumb bitch, stop it!" <laughs> and then she fucking smacks him. I love that part. I love when she fucking just whacks him. <laughs> uh. I, I I mean, and then of course the implication is is that she stay she stays around because she wants to fuck Hoagie. Yes, exactly. Like Mama wants some loving now that the shark's completely destroyed and her husband's out of the picture. She Which, needs some. By the way, there's been four of these sharks now. He's probably got some family, you know. Like, it's, <laughs> it, how do you know it's over? And and that's the thing. It's a, it's it's never, and that's a perfect lead into a sequel. It would never be over and have. I, that, that should be the name of it. I want to see that. that. That's Jaws 5. It will never be over. <laughs> and the shark's just like mean mugging. That's, that is what I want the title of Jaws 5 to be. It's never over. <laughs> it will never be over. <laughs> and like grandkids, grand sharks, it's just a fucking family affair. I'm just, there's this this old wrestler from the 80s called named dusty Rhodes, and he cut this promo and he, he talked with a list and he 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 cut this phone he was like rick flair's it'll never be over and i'm just picturing that coming out of the shark's mouth but like chief brody it'll never be over and that's the trailer i watched and it's like uh it's like uh the shark from um toy story when he puts uh woody's hat on yes he's got his hat on he's like <laughs> uh so I guess. <laughs> I mean, I love how we recapped everything. I love how we touched on what we love, what we hate. And, and, and as a whole, we love the franchise. We do. Now, I do have a sneak peek here of um, what could be Jaws 5. We're not oh. sure on this, but I, I, I and reportedly this may be Jaws 5. Are you being serious? I have a, a little clip here, yes. Why do I feel like I should be eating a gummy during this? Big shark. That is a motherfucking big shark. Yeah, that was just me having fun. That's Tommy Wiseau's new movie that he is currently, I believe, taking on tour. So you have to see it live in a theater with him. And I very, very much can't wait to see it. Oh, my God. Could you? I want to go see that with you. I. It would be amazing. 
Could you imagine like us going to that movie together to see it? Yeah, he's doing it as a um. So you go and you, I think you first you watch the room. Yep. Um, and then okay. you do like Q and A with him on that, and then he plays that one for you, and then the same thing. So I'm like, dude, that's that's a fun night right there. <laughs> I would I would watch the room again with him present to watch Big Shark afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I watch the room at least two or three times a year, so I <laughs> I would love to go see it live. <laughs> it's such a good. I love the room too. So, but. I didn't even, I knew that was happening, but I didn't know that the, the clip existed. So yeah. Yay. Yeah. Um, but all in all, like, so here's the thing. We love Jaws. Yes. Um, I, there's one entry that I'm not super big on. Um, I, I just, I, I ultimately okay. think that it's, it's one of my favorite franchises just because I do get so much enjoy. I mean, these are three of the four of these movies are just, pure serotonin or, or dopamine for me like when i watch them i'm getting like chemical <laughs> reactions to these movies that just make me feel good yeah i feel the same way i love throwing them on i love watching them when i got nothing to do i love watching them with Roz. i they're just they it's that comfort blanket for me because that's what i watched when i was a kid it reminds me of my grandparents it reminds me of just like being young and i love these movies very much so and here's the thing I'll actually say about them. Like, I kind of wish that they didn't stop making sequels. Like, okay, you make a very valid point. We get 7,000 of these. We get different timelines. We get different adaptations, versions of Halloween. And we get a ton of Friday the 13th. Why did they stop? Well, I mean, see, but I and I think they stopped. Well, they stopped because every movie made less money than the one before it. But it's like, but you also put less money and effort in. Exactly. So put forth effort and put forth, you know, yeah, some I, sort of creative, like not just like let's make it to make it. Like they just squeezed it and threw it away, is what ultimately happened. Yes, it, it needs more heart and soul. And I feel it, like if, if they made one of these every four or five years, I would be fucking down. I would totally be down. And you know, as much as I, I know we're doing Jaws. And I know, you know, like we've talked about shark movies. I felt like, you know, Deep Blue Sea wasn't a a, a horrible add into like the shark a shark movie franchise because that was, you know, a decent shark movie. But then it got that got a sequel, and then did it get two sequels? Did it? Did we get a two and a three, or did we just Deep get Blue two? Sea is now on three, maybe four, three or four. So, so if like shark movies are enough to produce sci-fi movies, but <laughs> yeah, like let's 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 I would much rather see another Jaws installment than another take on Halloween or another um Blumhouse horror movie PG thirteen. And I, anything I'm that they you. produce. I'm with you. I I would like to see something in the jaw now, which granted, I mean, does slapping jaws on it really make it any different than any other shark movie i don't know you know but to me jaws is it's i mean let's be honest like there's probably in actuality like what two or three good shark movies like actually good movies like i yeah. mean like when you're saying like not like oh they're kind of fun or whatever i mean like actually quality. good movies there's probably like two or three good shark movies yes quality but every and Jaws is it's it's king it's it, it's king and it always will be king of that of that domain. 
I just kind of feel like, I don't know, man, like the franchise as a whole, I kind of want to see continue on. I, like I said, I wish they never stopped. I wish yeah. that they just were like, Hey, you know, every three, four, whatever, five years, you know, yeah. boom, but bring the shark back. It would be so fun to look forward to. Like, even if it's dumb and it's goofy, I just want to see Bruce out there, you know, just having a gay old time. <laughs> <laughs> and I would love to see Bruce demolishing like B list celebrities. Like let's get some, you know, amazing cast and, and, and like some unknowns, but like, let's, I'm down for the cheese. I'm down to see what they could create, you know, what different types of kills they could do different story. Like shark movies should not be this hard. No. And they, and that's, and as someone who's probably part of the problem, because I buy everything with a shark in it from sand sharks to fucking space sharks, to moon sharks, to, (laughs) I mean, anything, anything. I I watch them all. Um, and I own a lot of them. Um, I also like, you know, the shark genre definitely is a real thing. There's a whole documentary on it on that just came out on Shudder called Shark Exploitation, I think. Yes, um, that's on my watch list. It's a good documentary. Um, but like that has watered down the, the the I don't know if we'll ever truthfully get a regular big budget shark movie again. Like it's either gonna be crappy sci-fi level you know moon sharks or you know the meg is obviously out there but like that's a little bit of a gimmick to me like i mean obvious and i like it but like it's a shark the size of a fucking freight you know like you know airship (laughs) it's it's ridiculous how how it's ridiculous and if if that can have popularity you should that makes a shit ton of money yeah you should be able to have some sort of realistic take on another shark movie i would like to see a realistic take on a shark movie um and and have a like the last one and even or at least a fun one that gets a decent budget the last one i remember that went to theaters i guess maybe the shallows and that is one of the few good shark movies i think that exists like actually good movies was um but there was shark night 3d Did you see that i have not oh shark night 3d it actually yeah it went to theaters it had like a real cast of um like Bill oh, Paxton's was that the, niece. Uh, wasn't that like different types of shark? There was like a hammerhead. Yeah, I mean the premise is insane. It's like people criminals are doing they're like making a YouTube video or some shit. I don't know. But they're basically they were transplanting sharks into a lake. I don't know how that really worked. Uh, because with the exception of bull sharks, I don't think that would work. Uh, but either way um they so there's like hammerheads and great whites and tiger sharks and all kinds of shit and it's in 3d so if you get the goofy scenes um it's not great but it's it's fun i think you would enjoy it uh and it has like a real cast and like actually decent budget see i would watch that because and i'm not i'm not trying again i enjoy deep blue sea i'm not dissing deep blue sea but you have the premise of you're taking you know uh, brain matter from the shark because it helps with Alzheimer's, but it's actually making the sharks smarter. Like mm-hmm. that's a far-fetched but brilliant idea that works. So, like, you know, as ridiculous as it sounds, it worked. And I mean, it's kind of considered. I think it's. I know there's a few people who want to claim it's better, but I think it's kind of 
safe to say that it's most people's number two favorite shark movie. I think that it it held a, a, a good standard for shark movies. I thought that it delivered with action. I thought it delivered with a decent cast, uh, storyline, action, and like what we got from it. Because like, yes, we do see a lot of people die, but it's like horrible CGI. And, yeah, and, and well, it, they also, I, I like that they did have physical sharks though too. Yes, and I did enjoy that part, but like, it is number two on my list because I thought that it was the more cohesive of a shark movie compared to the Jaws franchise. Cause I love the four as my, like as a whole, obviously yes. Number one is of course Jaws, but like the whole franchise I love. And then you have deep blue sea. Yeah. Deep blue sea is, is, I mean, pretty, uh, pretty wonderful. I watch it at least once a year. Yes. Um, I think one of the things that deep blue sea really unintentionally did, by the way, they did not intend to do this. They had to change the ending of the movie. But one of the things that it brings to the genre is it brought a fucking wonderful villain in Saffron mm-hmm. Burroughs. They thought she was the hero. And then at the end of the movie, like, you know, they did test screenings for it. And people yep. were at the end of the movie were literally chanting, kill the bitch, kill the <laughs> bitch. So they went back and they reshot it so that she died and LL lived. Yep. Um, but like, she is a horrendous person in that movie and uh i I think that having like a human villain who is directly responsible for every single death in the movie uh really makes that movie uh stand on its own she's literally like the aunt of sleepaway camp yep in in this one like she's the hated the actual antagonist i can't believe that they didn't see that when they were making the movie either like they were like oh yeah well Everything is sort of her fault, uh, like literally everything. <laughs> like, thanks guys for catching that, you know. Yeah. Like, but and and you, I did like that connection. I did like that little twist on it because it added something different to the mix, other than the shark being the bad guy. Yep, I I, I, I quite enjoy it as well. And also Mako sharks. You never really see the Mako get to be the get to be the, the lead. It's always the great white. True that. And you know what? This brings me to an idea for an episode because i know how much we love our cre- our creature features um i would love to do like our favorite off-brand shark movies like my my favorite ridiculous shark movie is santa jaws Oof. I, I i love santa jaws fucking love santa jaws i would oh, have to jaws. go through and house shark is up there house shark i just saw recently not that long ago and that movie was unbelievably funny we should do a top five not not jaws or like big franchise related sci-fi channel sci-fi, sci-fi channel yes. shark movies sci-fi channel shark movie and we could like pick our favorite ones and like our favorite scene from it and discuss it i i, That's I, an idea. I i'm never not down to talk about shark movies <laughs> okay because i think that'd be fun because i mean we have such memorable scenes from big franchises like this let's talk about the unknowns that people probably wouldn't watch because they think it's ridiculous but it's you know secretly amazing i i there's definitely some out there which we can definitely get some clips for i'm i'm down for that we can we can do that in a couple weeks i'd say okay well done and done (laughs) well uh jordana is there anything else you want to talk about or uh or are we all are we all jawsed out for the uh for, for the evening i'm sure that i could go on and on and talk about jaws but i think that we covered a lot of c in this one Mm-hmm. Uh, to the Bahamas and back <laughs> in in two hours and not three days. So we're even more outerwardly than the shark. Um, but it felt really good to be back 
and to be hanging with you and talking. So I'm pumped about that. And I'm, yeah. Yeah. Me too. I thought it was a very fun episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I guess uh, just do all the stuff, like, rate, subscribe, share us on Apple or wherever and tell your friends about us and, and uh, tell us uh, if there's anything you want us to talk about and tell us what your favorite crappy, weird, low budget shark movies are. Cause we got to start compiling a list here. We do. And I also too want to know favorite Jaws sequel, because obviously number one is we should you know, put a, we should put a poll up. We should see. We will do the poll. So we'll do our favorite unknowns and our favorite out of the sequels. All right. Um, Uh, (laughs) All right, uh, guys, we will uh, see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.